This week on Tracking West, preview of the U Sports Track and Field Championships and two interviews with Canada West athletes. First up, Michelle Harrison from the University of Saskatchewan Huskies. Michelle was the athlete of the meet on the female side and had the performance of the meet as well. And second, we'll have Eric Lutz from Calgary, winner of two individual events, 1,000 and 1,500. Thanks for joining me. My name is Stuart York, and this is Tracking West. I'm joined now by University of Saskatchewan Husky Michelle Harrison. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks for having me. You had a great weekend at Canada West. You uh, won both the hurdles, 60-meter hurdles, and the 60-meter open. You were named the female track athlete of the meet and the outstanding performance of the meet. Pretty exciting. Yeah, it was an exciting weekend. I noticed when I watched it on on the uh, online coverage, you were very excited when you when you won the the sixty meter open. <laughs> yeah, I was probably more well, not more excited, but like I've won a Can West hurdle um, title before, but I've never won the sixty. So it was exciting to be able to get both of them for my last time as a Husky, and especially at home too. Yes, at, at home, two gold medal, and then a gold medal also in the relay, right? Four by 200? Yes, yeah. So three gold medals, and you're defending your title uh, at U Sports in the next week in Edmonton. And this will be looking for your third title, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, that would be my third. That's the positive attitude. It's going to be your third. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, yeah. So and I, I'm looking at... Uh, how you've run this year and you've you're running seven or eight uh, hundredths of a second faster already through Canada West than you did last year you're right around what was it 821 you ran last weekend yeah I ran 821 yeah so have you have you been under 82 before no I haven't so okay so that's something to shoot for yeah that's definitely my goal and comparing that to Comparing that to how you ran last year indoors and then how it translated to your outdoor race to the 100-meter hurdles, you set a new personal best last summer in running 13-13. It's if you're, seven, if you're nine, eight or nine-tenths faster indoors this year, you have to think that you're going to be at least a tenth faster outdoors, right? Um, that's what I'd like to think, Yes. <laughs> So I just rewatched one of the most exciting races that was at the National Outdoor Championships last year was your race, the 100-meter hurdles. And it was a blanket finish with six ladies, I believe, within about uh, three one-hundredths of a second. And you ran a 13.31 there to finish Mm -hmm. third. Just talk about, you know, that race and what it was like to, to be in that big group at the finish and not know for a long time where you actually did finish well in the prelim I didn't run really very well so I got um stuck in lane one so it was like I actually didn't really know like where I ended up like even though it was like so close I didn't even realize I was that close to like winning the race at the time until like the results came up um at the 
after like six minutes of waiting, I didn't even really realize I was up there. I just ran my best and hoped for the best. And I just, I couldn't see anybody except for the girl beside me. So I had no idea really where I ended up. And you ended up, I think it was five one thousandths of a second out of first. Felicia George ended up winning the race. Yeah. And uh, at a 13.31, and that was, I think, your second best of the summer to go with a 13.13 you ran earlier. Um, No, it was um my fourth best, I think. So, but you're getting that consistent um, time where you're in the low 13s. And yeah, this summer, obviously, it's an Olympic year. I know I talked about this a little bit with Jason. What when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago about what what's the Olympic standard and and do you think you have a a chance to get there? I definitely like think it's possible. Um, like already, I'm running a lot better and a lot more consistent than I have been last year. Last year, I was just trying to get back into things because I had to f- take a few years off because of injuries. So last year was about like learning my rhythm again and like going into this year, I feel like that rhythm is like down. Whereas last year I was trying to figure it out. So now it's just more about like improving my speed and trying to like lower the time, like each race I run, I guess. Well, a new personal best in the 60 and winning the 60 at, at conference that obviously working on that speed is, is working. So that's a good sign, right? Yeah. And when I rewatched the uh, race from Montreal last year, I noticed that you were further back to begin with, like you weren't up in second or third place. And it was your finish, your last 40 or 50 meters that got you up to the top three. Would you say that that's your strength that you're in the, in the back half of the race where you can keep that rhythm and, and maintain your speed? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I always said, I'm better at the 100 meter hurdles than the 60 meter hurdles because I don't really start running until after hurdle three. Right. Um, my starts aren't really consistently there. That's what I'm really happy about with like the 6 meter hurdles this year. So I can just like really focus on that first half of the race and improving that part of the race because I know my second half of the race is there. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. So looking at the rankings in U Sports right now, you're at the top with that. Uh... 821 uh, that you ran at conference and I see that there's a couple of Guelph athletes there and uh, right behind you 824 Kendra Leger she was in that final as well at nationals uh, but was quite a bit further back like about a 13.6 or something so that's a young athlete that's I think is improving and probably going to push you next weekend in Edmonton right? Um, Yeah for sure it's nice having someone there that can hopefully push me to run a better time as well. So your team also won uh, the conference again this year, That the Saskatchewan Huskies on the ladies' side. You ran a pretty strong relay as well, your 4 by 200 Chance to medal at that at Nationals as well, you think? Yeah, we um, won silver last year, and so we're hoping to improve on our time from last year and well, hopefully beat out Guelph. They're pretty strong, but... We'd like to think we have a chance. There's always a chance, especially in those relays indoors and the batons and everything. You never know what can happen, right? Exactly. You never know who's going to be on that day too as well. So the 60, the 60 hurdles and the, and just the 4 by 200 is what you'll be running? No. Um, I'm actually dropping the 60 and doing the 4 by 4 instead. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> haven't run up 400 this year, so it should be interesting, but I just don't want to do that many races and risk injuring myself. So 
we decided that it was best to focus on the relay instead of the 60. Right. I think there's two preliminary rounds in the 60s before they get to the final. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd be running every day and to stay fresh for your hurdles, I suppose, right? Yeah. Like, I did everything last year, and it was a bit much. So, we'd like to just kind of focus more on my main events instead of just doing everything, like, last year. So, and you're familiar with uh, Butterdome in Edmonton. You've been here lots and raced here lots. So, it's it's like a second home for, I know, for a lot of the Western athletes. It's either Saskatoon or, or Edmonton, and they're used to, to racing there. Yeah, I've raced in Edmonton a lot growing up. I haven't raced there this year yet, but definitely have had a lot of a lot of experiences there. So this is your fifth year with the Huskies, right? Yeah. And uh, I think it's the third year having Jason Rindel as the head coach. I had him on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, and he talked about uh, how he grew up in Saskatchewan and went away and then came back home and was really excited to come home to Saskatchewan and be able to to be part of the Huskies. Talk about, you know, your team and your team of coaches, the people that are kind of in the background to help you have success. Um, well, I actually mainly work with Jason. He was actually my very first coach when I was in probably grade eight. Um, but then he moved away. I also moved away. But when I heard that he was back in Saskatoon and things weren't going well for me where I was at that point, I decided it was um, the right time to move back and work with him because I've worked with him before and I um he actually coached my brother as well and my brother did really well under him so I was excited to come back and work with him since he's been back like the team has definitely gotten a lot stronger and he um it's definitely like the team is like a like there's better it's a better environment around the track than it was before like he definitely works on like team bonding and like supporting and supporting each other and it's a good atmosphere to be around yeah, and it's good to see. And with athletes, you know, I sometimes I think our high school athletes they they get an opportunity they to maybe go away, go to the states, perhaps to have our our local universities have strong programs, and so the people can stay home and still have a very good competitive environment. I think is really important. Oh yeah, for sure. Like when I was coming out of high school, like we didn't really have that. Like no one really wanted to stay at home. Whereas now it's like kids are actually like excited to stay at home rather than just trying to fight to go somewhere else. Yeah, I know there's an example of that here in Edmonton. Olivia Cooper, who was the rookie of the year on the female side at Canwest, she was looking at lots of different places to go and mm-hmm. she just decided to stay home and she's running really, really well. I'm really impressed with how she's doing. So it's it's a great success story to say, you know, you don't have to go far afield to to continue to achieve. Yeah, for sure. I've actually only ever ran fast at home. Like I've tried going away a few times and both times it didn't end up working out well. So I don't know. I feel like just being at home, like around your family and friends, having that support is like, it definitely helps a lot. So after a conference or the U Sports Championships is over, uh, probably going to take a bit of a break before you start ramping up for outdoors. Um, I think I'm taking three days off. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like a pretty like fast turnaround because nationals are a little bit earlier this year, so I can't afford to take too much time off. So, and you, obviously that is the focus to get to nationals and to be able to run a good time before that and then make the final again this year and, and just see what happens, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And just we'll probably at nationals just be focusing on the 100-meter hurdles. Yeah, that's all I'll do. 
The Huskies are ranked uh, number three in the country on both the men's and the women's side. What do you think it will take? I think Guelph's going to run away with the men, with both sides at in first. But what do you think it will take for you guys to to move up and challenge for that second spot with Toronto? I think it's just like everybody trying to like just move up a couple points and just like accumulate those points like across the team. I don't know, like last year. Well, we were ranked second going into it, and we wanted to really beat Guelph like really bad last year, and like. There was like we had the like less than a third of the team size that Guelph did, cheering each other on and just like supporting each other. Like we were able to do really well. I mean, we just didn't have enough people to do it. But at the end of the day, like put in like our best effort, and I hope we we just do like the same thing we did last year. I guess. And I think it's a great environment where you're cheering each other on, the teammates on, and the team championship is something that everyone can be proud of, even if. You know, you have a, some people have a good meet and some people, you know, they don't have such a great meet, but they can all say that they're part of, of the, of the team effort. And, you know, I'm always impressed by the spirit of all the teams as they, as they cheer each other on at, at both Can West and U Sports. Yeah, for sure. It definitely helps a lot. Like especially last year, like I was running, I don't even know how many races it was, it was, but it was a lot. And that's what got me through it was just like the the atmosphere of my teammates just cheering me on like I don't know how else I would have got through it definitely gives you like a extra like boost of energy or something I don't know how to explain it but well good luck this coming weekend Michelle running the 60 meter hurdles and then uh, the two relays four by two and four by four hopefully you're coming home with uh, three national medals and uh, a great performance for the Huskies thank you and good luck as you go into summer as well. We'll be watching for you at Nationals. And hopefully you can be in that top three again uh, at the, in the 100-meter hurdles. Yeah, thanks. recap of the conference weekend. Canada West was held in Saskatoon and the U of S Huskies as we mentioned on the women's side were victorious. It was a very close race for second, third and fourth between Alberta, Calgary and Regina. Calgary prevailing there. And then on the men's side the University of Calgary Dinos edged out the Saskatchewan Huskies. Some of the uh, great performances that uh, happened there. We talked about Michelle Harrison's outstanding performance in the hurdles and the female track athlete of the year. The outstanding track performance uh, for men and the male track athlete of the year was Carson Lehner, also of U of S. And he set a new school record in the 300 that had stood for a long time. The two field athletes of the year were Osareme Omison of Calgary with victories in both the women's weight throw and the women's shot put. And Manitoba's Oyen Consola Akinola, three medals, 
gold in the triple jump, silver in the high jump, and bronze in the long jump. Rookie of the year to uh, University of Alberta's Olivia Cooper with a gold in the 600 and a silver in the 1,000. And part of the 4x8 team that was Victoria and Scott Joseph of University of Regina with an excellent jump in the long jump of 7 meters 67 and a bronze in the triple at 14.56. Student Athlete Community Service Awards were also given out and both of those went to University of Calgary athletes Madeline Brown on the women's side and Eric Lutz on the men's side. In Atlantic Canada, it was the Dalhousie Tigers show with a win for the Tigers on both men's and women's. 122 points for the, the women and 151 for the men, ahead of their competitors by at least uh, 25 points on both. One of the top athletes from the Atlantic Conference that we're looking forward to seeing at U Sports, Jane Hergett from St. Francis, with a uh, win in the 1,000 and the 1,500, running 252 and 433. Some good times there. On the men's side, Hudson Grimshaw-Surrett of Dalhousie winning the 600 in 122 and the 1,000 in 226. Just edging out Andrew Peverell of St. Mary's, who went on to win the 1,500. And a good race also in the men's 3,000, Callum Drever and Isaac Cull, both running 8.32. Matt Coolen of Dalhousie winning both the 60-meter hurdles and the 60-meters open in the Atlantic Conference. In the Quebec Conference, two women from Laval, Audrey Leduc and Emily Belleville, with fast times in the 60-meters, 7.48 and 7.54. They should be factors at U-Sports. Jade Bouchard Wen from Montreal with victories in the 600 and 1000. And David Gendro Filion from University of Laval doing the same on the men's side, 600 and 1000. Jessie Lacourse of Laval and her teammate Catherine Boschemann both ran under 430 in the 1500 meters and also were 1 2 in the 3000. Jean-Simon de Gagné of University of Laval ran under 821 for the 3,000 meters. It remains to be seen whether he will be at U-Sports. I understand he's also competing at the Pan Am Cross Country, uh, which takes place on February the 29th, one, four or five days before U-Sports starts. Mentioned earlier, Audrey Leduc, the sprinter, from Laval also jumped six meters in the long jump. She should have a good battle with Sandy Latrace of Lethbridge, who is currently leading U Sports with a jump of 6.19. The Ontario University Athletics Championships were the uh, University of Guelph show. Siobhan Roxborough of Guelph with some fast times in the women's 60 at 7.45 in the semifinals and 7.34 in uh, the final, followed by her teammate Jacqueline Madogo at 7.41, so some good times there. Men's final, Andre Azawana from Guelph running 6.78. Women's 300, Zoe Sharar 37.71, and Philip Osai of Guelph 33.45. Jack Berkshire, Berkshire of Toronto under 120 in the men's 600, and on the women's side, Double gold for Kate Current of Western 
in the women's 1500 and 3000 and lots of uh, fast times in the men's uh, 1500 as well that should be a good race at U Sports mentioned Kendra Leger with uh, Michelle there and an 833 in her final in the 60 meter hurdles Toronto freshman Alexandra Thronson uh, in the pole vault clearing 396 and the favorite going into that will be Alberta's Rachel Hyink, who has cleared 4 meters 12 this season. 771 in long jump for Keyshawn Powell of the York Lions. So that sets up to be a good battle with him and Scott Joseph. Mark Banowski of Guelph with an 1845 in the shot put and also winning the men's weight throw at 1773. Final scores. Guelph with 209 on the men's and Western in second at 119. Women, or sorry, that was the women, 209 for Guelph, 119 for Western, and the men, 210 and 87.5 for Western. So Guelph, Western, and York and Toronto, the top four teams in on, from Ontario. Double Can West Gold individual gold medalist from the Calgary Dinos, Eric Lutz. Eric, welcome. Hi there. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you had a pretty good weekend at Canada West, winning the thousand meter and the fifteen hundred, and leading your team to a win in the four by eight hundred. That had to feel pretty good. Yeah. No, it was a good work weekend. It, it was uh, nice to kind of see all my training come together on the days, and also see kind of our team do really, really well in not only the relay but like all the other um, events, like throws, um, jumps, and sprints, etc. So, no, it was really good. Yeah, it's quite a turnaround from last year uh, for at CanWest for the Dinos because there were so many guys that were missing last year, like, a, like Alec James won the 3,000, and he was not running last winter either. Yeah, no, we definitely, we have, like, a really talented group of people, like, not only on the distance side, you know, we have, like, Alex James, myself, and then we also Russell, Matt, we have, we have a ton of really talented guys, definitely on the distance side. Um, but we also have like a lot of really, really talented um, throwers, sprinters and jumpers that kind of had a rough year as well. So it was interesting to see kind of a really talented group of like athletes just kind of have a really rough season coming up and then just not be able to put it together to the point where a lot of us couldn't even compete. Cause I think Ken West was like something we wanted to win last year. So not having kind of our top roster guys ended up in like kind of a rough season for us last year, I think. So it was kind of cool to come into this year. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's feeling really good and just like put it together. So no, it was good. Well, Doug's been around the block a few times. He's pretty level-headed to begin with. And, you know, he just kind of said, well, we just had a bad year. Everybody was hurt. And so glad to see everybody back. So having, you know, you've got uh, U-Sports coming up and a chance to to medal at that, it's going to wrap up a pretty successful uh, four or five months for you with the Dinos. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, I think I think I had a like a good cross-country season in terms of training, um, which led me into indoors really well. 
Um, and I've just been having really, like a lot of fun with it. I've been enjoying it, doing it kind of for the right reasons. And the results have come because of that. So it's, it's been nice to see. Yeah. And the guys won the, the national cross country uh, in 2018. And it was kind of a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, and, but you guys were the favorite this year. So it was, it was good uh, to be able to repeat because then you were, you were part of it both years, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And the first year, well, even in my first year, we got second um, in 2017 in Victoria. Yeah. And I think that was also, we like, we didn't see that coming, but we had a lot of guys show up on the day. And um, I think that was kind of a, a precursor to what we had in store maybe for the following year. Um, and then going into 2018, we had a, like, we have a really good group of five, like the five of us and even the seven of us, we have, we just have a really strong depth with cross country. And, um, I think it was a, there was a question of whether we could win or not, but, um, everyone kind of came together in 2018 and did what they had to do. And it was really cool to see kind of everyone kind of perform above their ability, what it seemed like, and kind of show everyone what we were capable of. Um, and then coming into 2019, it was like kind of a completely different story. Like, you know, getting like having Russell stay, and having Matt come, it was it was a different atmosphere because we went from kind of being like a question mark to like almost a guarantee. It seemed like from the underdog to the favorite, right? It's Definitely, a different and dynamic. gaining yeah. Matt was was a huge, and keeping Russell as well was a huge, huge change in that. Like it took it took us like to like a very dominant favorite. Um, so I think Matt and Russell ran really really well on the day, and I think you know Stefan didn't run to what he would have hoped. And myself as well. But again, it just, it's still difficult to put it all together, even to win, whether you're the favorite or not. So it was cool for us to still do what we thought we could do and basically not falter when it came to the day. So yeah, no, it was good. I think when I had a, a talk to Russ about it afterwards, the, uh, it's the depth that does it, uh, yeah. that even through four athletes, even through like your placing, you, uh, you know, Matt and Russ and Steph and you, it was very close between you and Guelph, but it yep. was that fifth guy where Max was right close behind you and, and made it so that, uh, he was like 20 places ahead of the next Guelph guy or something. Definitely. Yeah, no, it, it definitely comes down to those, the fourth and fifth runner. Cause, um, it showed this year, especially when we won for the first time in 2018, um, we had a really strong top end, I think with Russell, Stefan and I. But it came down to like Ryan Greco, and on the day it came down to Tyler, who performed really, really well. So it, it really it you can have a good top three, but like it really comes down to that fourth and fifth guy. So it's okay. Well, we came in to this to talk about track. We end up talking about cross country again. But uh, yeah, so you ran the thousand and ran the fifteen hundred. Which one of those events do you think you have your best shot to win at U Sports? Or are you thinking you're going to get both? I think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna race both at U Sports. I'm gonna race thousand and fifteen. Um, I think for me the fifteen is my like it just feels really good right now. And I think if I were to win one, that would be where I'd put my money. I just I really enjoy the event, and I think I'm starting to come into my kind of prime. Well, not my prime, but I'm coming into feeling really really comfortable at the the paces for a fifteen. So I I just think that will be for me my best shot. I think I have a good shot in the K as well. But I think I feel more confident going into the 1500. Right. I know three years ago when uh, nationals were here in Edmonton, 
uh, Cole Peterson, who's from Edmonton here and ran with the Edmonton Harriers. And, you know, he's with UVic. And I think it was his last university race. And he -hmm. was not the favorite in that race, but he won. And it was, it was really exciting to see him uh, cross that line at home, you know, at a place where he'd raced a million times and to to come home and to be the, the national collegiate 1500 meter champion. That's something that's really special. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that's the thing, you know, like you never know, like I could, who knows what could happen. I could be last guy. I could, you really never know on the day there's 12 guys in this race on like next weekend, there's going to be 12 guys in that race that can, have an equal shot at winning it. So I'm not counting anyone out and I'm not counting myself in who knows what's going to happen. And I think that's the most exciting thing about it is that, that wonder and that kind of the thrill of it. So no, I'm excited. It's cool to see um, someone like Cole Peterson win something like that, especially I think the butter dome is like a really, really good track. And I myself have ran on it for a lot of years and I really, really enjoy it. And I think there comes a bit of an advantage to that, just knowing that track really well. So we'll see. Yeah, and the fifteen hundred can be a real bear. Um, I know you ran a really fast time last summer, uh, three forty-five. So I went quick back to uh, look at the videos from uh, Canadian Nationals, yeah. and I saw you run there, and that was not one of your best races. No, and that was yeah. one of those where it was super slow and super tactical. And Cole was in that race with you too. Yeah, and it was you know two fifteen through eight hundred. It's like you guys ran that faster in high school. Yeah. And then it was a sprint the last 600 meters and it was just, it was brutal. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think the thing with those races is like, like I'm, I'm okay with it going that way. I'm confident if it goes that way at U sports, I think the big thing with those ones is keeping like level headed. And like, I felt like at nationals, I wasn't level headed and you kind of start, you get in these boxes and you get like panicked and you try to move and you try to, you move too much around trying to get yourself out of positions rather than just like relaxing and waiting until you need to. Um, so there's definitely a lot of tactical things that go into those types of races. And I think the, the more experienced you are, like, I, I feel like every race I look at as an opportunity to to become a better racer rather than becoming faster. Cause I feel like that's one of the biggest assets you can have, especially coming into a championships. Yeah. And that race was different in that it was, it was a qualifying heat as opposed to the final. So you you guys were running for, to finish top four, but not run too hard. And so that's usually that when that dynamic really messes things up exactly but you know next weekend it'll be straight to a final yeah 12 guys you know you're gonna have to run fast yep. to take the starch out of some other guys definitely so it'll probably be a good race and i wouldn't be surprised to see it go under 350 yeah no i agree i think i think it's gonna be a faster race than prior years just with the caliber of the field and the depth we have like u sports is really really strong this year um especially 1500 3k just if you look at the rankings like it's it's just really, really deep. Like top 12 is faster than I think it's ever been. So I think it with, with that caliber of athletics, I think it will, it'll really end up, somebody's going to take it and it's going to go fast. So, which is exciting. It makes it honest, which I think is important. Good. So last year you didn't race and it was because you were involved in, you had an injury and you were involved in an accident. Tell us about that and, and uh, your journey back from that. Yeah. Um, so last, last winter it was post cross country season where I, like I did quite well at, um, the 2018 U sports, like cross country championships. Um, so I was really feeling really, really good. Um, and then I went into, I went home for Christmas and training was going great and everything was great. Um, and then on Christmas day, I just, I went and took my dad's like ATV out and, uh, 
just made a mistake on the day. It was a little silly and just I like I rolled it and as I rolled it, I kind of got crushed by the ATV. It was one of those like side by sides. And because of that, I like I ended up breaking my back. So I was out for 12 weeks was like the like what they told me I had to wait until I could do any sort of activity. Um, so it was really tough because I couldn't do any like I wasn't allowed to bike. I wasn't allowed to swim. I wasn't like there was no no impact, no strain at all. Like there was it was pretty strict. But I took my three months off and I kind of used it as like an opportunity to get really um, excited about school and like find more balance in my life with things outside of running. So then when I came back to running, I kind of had a little bit more of an appreciation for it. And I started doing it more for fun than like, because I before I there was all this pressure on doing well and doing it for other people. Whereas like when I came back, it was like, I'm just going to do this because like I have an opportunity to do it. And I'm going to be in the moment with it and just have fun. And so I started enjoying training more, I started enjoying racing more. And the more I enjoyed it, the more the results came. So it was, it was a good like revelation for me. So when you say you broke your back, it was a vertebrae that broke? Yeah, so I broke, so there's like transverse processes on your spine, right? Um, yeah, so I broke, I broke L2 to L5. There was like fractures in those vertebrae. Um, and then on a transverse process, I believe on L4 or one of the, one of them, I broke like two transverse processes, like clean broke. So there was like a lot of damage kind of in that area. So, and there's a lot of muscles that connect to those vertebrae. So I wasn't allowed to use anything that activated like my hip flexors, which is pretty much everything you would do to stay fit. So that's why I wasn't allowed to do anything. Um, so it was a tough, tough recovery and rehab process. Probably the only thing you could do was go in the pool and swim with the, the, the buoys between your yeah. leg, right? <laughs> yes. He, he let me do that. And I, I was allowed to do that and use my arms, but it was, uh, it's not, it's, it's tough, tough to, tough to kind of get a workout out of that and tough to, tough to feel satisfied. So I didn't, I didn't end up doing much of that just cause I was kind of didn't feel like it. Well, and if you're like me, like most runners, it's like the pool really. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, yeah. it's not where you want to be. Exactly. Yeah. No. And that's what I struggled with as well. So I ended up just taking the three months basically completely off. So, but it, it worked out for me. It worked out because uh, outdoor season ended up being very good and you did run yeah. very good times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I went into the outdoor season like with zero expectations. Like I, I knew in my mind I was going to do some racing. Um, I was going to do a couple of the Calgary meets, see how it went. And then maybe I was going to go down to the States was my thought. Really, like I said, no expectations on it. I, I kind of just wanted to run as close to 350 as I could because I felt like I had the potential to run that. And I just wanted to get a more, I wanted to get my PB to where I thought I was. So if I could have ran 350 flat, I would have been pumped. So that yes. was kind of my only goal. Um, and then I ran, I won in Calgary. And then I, um, I went down to Portland for a race where I, like I didn't have the, the merit to get in. I think I, my PB was 356 going into that one. But I spoke to the mate director, told him I think I could run 350. And he's like, all right, I'll see you in his 348 and we'll see what happens. Um, so I went down there, um, had, had a lot of fun with it. It was a really good opportunity. I ran 348 there. And then went down to a race in BC, ran 348 again, and then went to Stumptown back to Portland, and I ran 345. And so that was kind of, it, it ended up turning from a season where I thought was just going to be small and nothing too crazy to it just got better and better and better. And even at the end of the season, like when, when I ran 345, I thought I could go faster. 
but I just didn't have it. Like it was already end of July. So it was like, okay, I have nationals and then I'm done. Like there just wasn't any more opportunity for me. That's kind of where I capped it, but it, it was a very like motivating season to say the least. So this upcoming weekend, you have the thousand and the fifteen hundred, and uh, running with the guys in the four by eight, hoping to bring home three medals for the dinos. I'm actually I'm not racing the four by eight, so I'm just doing the thousand and the fifteen. Um, I'm not going to race the four by eight. Um, Liam, uh, a guy on the team, Liam, he's replacing me, just because I think three is too much. And it's schedule, right? Schedule related. I think a four by eight is early, right? Yeah. I think it's, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I haven't looked at the schedule yet, but from past, I think it's usually the thousand and then probably an hour or so later will be the fifth yeah. or the four by eight. And then the next day will be 15. And I was able to do it at Can West, but with the caliber of athletes at U sports, I think I'll need, I'll need to be recovered and ready to go on Saturday if I want to, if I want to compete. So that was yeah. kind of my thought. So, and the team, obviously uh, Guelph is favored big time in both the men's and the women's. So, uh, but yeah. the Dinos go into uh, U Sports ranked number two and hope to bring home that, I would think. Yeah, I think so. And I think the Can, Can West was a really good opportunity for us to like act as a collective and really come together and get that win. Um, and I think for U Sports, of course, we're still a team and everything, but we have a lot of individual athletes that I think want to do really, really well. And I think there's potential for a lot of us to get onto the podium. So while the team thing, that's like, kind of the cherry on top. I think it'll be cool to see a lot of a lot of our men and women um, hopefully just do achieve their individual goals because you know, I think when it comes to this this is what this is where the individual starts to matter a little bit more cuz beating Guelph is just unrealistic, right? It would be great for us to get second and I think we can do it, but beating Guelph is just not something we can uh, reasonably attain, I think in my opinion, just cuz they're so dominant, but and they're, they're so deep. Yeah. yeah, it's just, even if we decided, okay, we're all going to toss all of our athletes in a bunch of events to try to get them, we just wouldn't, right? Like, it's just, they're double our points. So, I think, it, but it, it'll still be good to, I think, I don't think our men's team has ever, I, I think our women's team has won nationals in the past, but I don't think our men's team has yes. ever medaled. So, I think just to have us kind of top three would be, I think, a cool thing to have. So, I, I think... And again, if, if the if the individuals come together and do what they need to do, it'll it'll work out in our favor, kind of thing. So, so after uh, U Sports is over, there's probably not a whole lot of rest because of the outdoor season is yeah. coming at us fast and furious uh, early yeah. this year. What yeah. do you see yourself doing and and concentrating on? I'm going to be concentrating like mostly on the 1500 this outdoor season. I just I so I, I've been speaking with my coach Terry Crook a little bit. We've been been uh, figuring out what our season's going to look like, um, and I think as of now, I'm going to start pretty early, April fifteenth or so. We're going to go down to California for Brian Clay, and then um, we're going to go to the Portland Track Festival, Stumptown Track Festival, and then Nationals, and then probably Provincials as well as because of I believe I to get ADP for the next year, you have to compete at Provincials. So that's kind of the general plan at the moment might toss like a race in Calgary in there if I can make the time for it. But, uh, as of now, that's our rough plan because, uh, nationals is end of June this year. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a month earlier. It's it's a short season when you look at it like that. Um, so we got to get, we're going to get rolling pretty quick after U sports, not take, not take too much rest, just kind of recharge a little and then get right after the outdoor season. So it should be a good one. It's hopefully chase some fast times. 
Okay, well, Eric, thanks for uh, agreeing to come on and talk a little bit about yourself and and the way it's going. And best of luck next weekend uh, here in Edmonton at U Sports. I will see you there. Yeah, see you there. Thanks so much. Thank you. it for this episode of Tracking West. The Canadian University Track and Field Championships begin March the 5th through the 7th at the Universiade Pavilion in Edmonton on the campus of the University of Alberta. If you are unable to attend and want to see the events, go to the U Sports website and sign up for the video coverage, which will have all of the events through those three days from afternoon into early evening. You can get this podcast on any number of different podcast registries. I've recently switched the hosting site, so I hope to be actually reposting some of the older shows. Thanks again for joining me. My name is Stuart York, and this is Trucking West. Trucking West.